Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is River City Ransom for the NES. River City Ransom was developed and published by Technos in April of 1989 in Japan. It was released in North America in January of 1990, but not until 1992 Whoa! in most PAL territories. Man. But those poor, poor souls yeah, in Germany, a.k.a. DE. In the, I, I was like, what is DE? Oh. I, I haven't seen this in the listings before. <laughs> Deutschland. Well, the poor folks in Deutschland had to wait until 1993 to get this Man. game. Well, you know what? While that does suck that they had to wait, at least they got it. It's better than not at all. They did. And uh, along with everyone else in Europe, they got a game called Street Gangs. Oh, okay. That's what it's known as in Europe. That's an accurate title. Mm-hmm. Now, this was the third game in the Kunio Kun series in Japan and here in America. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't hear that name until many years later you know what i mean right. but it was well, very clear you're like it's those guys they have the same art style and know? that is the name in japan the kunio kun well it's series. like the name of a character right yeah kunio. we'll get to that so the first one was renegade and the second being super dodgeball right i um and you probably noticed that the graphics were very similar from yeah, super oh, yeah. dodgeball to this they're the same characters in fact you are playing the same character kunio kun was the head of the volleyball team and now he's Running around the streets of wherever. River yeah. City, I guess. River City, yeah. And um, Kunio being the Alex character. Right. And uh, Kun is a Japanese honorific. It's informal and refers to boys, usually, or young men. Mm. So, therefore, the Kunio Kun is just a way of saying his name. Right. There were eventually over 20 games in the Kunio Kun series um, across different platforms up through the Super Nintendo, I think. Yeah, I was really surprised. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of them are Japan only, right? Yes, most yeah. of them. And then, of course, there were many changes to the game when it left Japan for America. They have a very different cuisine than we do. <laughs> yeah. And this game features a lot of food that you eat. So many, many things were changed in that aspect. Yeah, there's a lot of food in this game. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but beyond that, there weren't a ton of other changes, no religious iconography or anything of that sort. <laughs> Not this time. And then uh, this game does live on. Uh, many games were made in its uh, mold, as you would say, as time went on. Very specifically, the much-loved Scott Pilgrim, the video game. Mm -hmm. Sadly, it is not playable right now. Uh, it's locked onto people's Xbox 360s, those few that downloaded it. Oh, is it like uh, licensing? Yes, um, I know that the uh, Brian O'Malley, the author and creator of the comic, is trying at some point, or was, to get it onto Steam, which would be great. Because right, it is right. a great sequel to this game in many ways. Mm. And then, more recently, um, there have been a couple sequels to it, specifically uh, in the last year, River City Underground. Yeah, which I, I want to check it out, man. It looks really good, and I think uh, my son was inspired by playing this game so much that it will probably be the next game he picks up. That's a wise choice. Nick, what kind of game is River City Ransom? River City Ransom is a 2D side-scrolling-like brawler with uh, RPG elements. 
I prefer to call it a 2D third-person non-linear action RPG brawler. Yeah, that'll work. As, uh, it's a fine <laughs> list of adjectives and qualifiers. Uh, it is, and that's what makes this game so cool is that it does defy uh, many of the things that will tie it into one specific category. Well, and, and while I would not call it just a brawler, you know, to compare yeah. it to Streets of Rage 1, right, as right. I did the other week. But in this game, you are Alex or Ryan. Those are your two main characters. Mm-hmm. And you can jump. In this game, you're going to be um, running around and fighting guys, jumping on them. Uh, you're punching, kicking, and jumping are your three main, you know, kind of interface options. Now, this jump, it's a weird jump because it's Castlevania-esque. Yeah, it, well, I mean, but you can, the faster, you know, if you run, you get a higher jump and farther once you get moving. Yeah. And then there's the super jump where if you're running for quote-unquote eight steps mm-hmm. or longer then you go even higher so it's like you can get these huge arcs but you're, but you're never turning around no you're you're in that arc you're fully committed you are indeed now you said you can punch and kick and of course these are the biggest uh attacks of the game you can also use weapons mm-hmm. uh, is there anything else you can do um well there's tons of stuff um because you um like we said run kick punch jump you can pick up weapons that you can just swing and use, or you mm-hmm. can throw them. Uh-huh. Sometimes you can kick them if they're on the ground. You can do the same thing with uh, enemies. You can pick up and throw them. You can pick up the enemies. You can use them as weapons, which is awesome because it's two birds and one stone. You yeah. know, It's hurting both of them. You can block people's weapons with weapons or with your hands. Uh, you can do a weird rebound attack where if you're jumping and you hit a wall sometimes that doesn't hurt you, you'll bounce off and you can do this kick. They had a picture of it in the manual. I don't know how you do it. I I, I try. I avoid walls at all costs in this game. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, super jump. You can jump on weapons sometimes on the ground, mm-hmm, like crates. Yeah, which is funny because it's like a guy can be on the crate. You can pick it up, and now you're holding a crate with a guy on top of it. Which who could have a crate with another guy on? You can make a three-person high totem pole. Wow. If you so choose, but that's really only possible if you're if you have two players, but, right? You know. But yeah, or like the tire. You can ride the tire. You know, there's a lot of Almost Mario, you know, it reminds me of Super Mario Brothers 2. Well, we'll get to all those more specific things. Are there any more general things you can do with your character? Um, well, I mean, those are your main actions, although the whole time you're going to be beating up guys to get money and spend on... Uh, you have uh, inventory slots that you can get items to use to heal, or you can uh, buff your character up. You can increase your stats through eating food. Yes, and I think before you can really understand any other aspect of this game, you need to try to understand the stats. And that's not an easy thing to do. No, there's a, uh, yeah, you it, have quite a few stats here. And it's never explained to you in game what they are and why they are. Not really, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you get, um, the manual goes into it somewhat. Okay. And it kind of conflicts with other sources of information. So I was kind of stymied on certain stats, exactly where they add in. But most, some of them are more straightforward than others. Okay. I myself used uh, an FAQ. Mm-hmm. So my all my information is, is based on what they told me. But it seemed to work. Right. Yeah. I... And uh, so the stats all start at 15, which is weird. Yeah. And they max out at 63. Also weird. Yeah. I wonder if that had something to do with the programming. I feel like that's something to do with like a binary. Yeah. Right? Like, if you know things about binary things, let us know. Would that be like, it's one fourth of like 255 or something? You know what I mean? Because 126, whatever. That's the dumb. blank stare I'm giving you will <laughs> not, not be well conveyed over the audio. I'm embarrassing myself with math. Yes. Well, we are many things. Uh, we are not mathletes. No. Not by any stretch of the imagination. But I do know that the first stat is punch. Yeah. You have a stat for punch and kick. 
Yes, that's the second stat. Man, you ruined it. That oh, was my surprise. I no. spoiled it. Um, and yeah, those as you increase them, your punch and your kick get stronger. And guess what? There's a third stat, weapon. Yeah, and... It does the same thing. Yeah, it's the, a, they're all damage. Now, the punch and kick are the same amount of damage. Like, if you've got a punch that's 15, your kick at 15, they will do the exact same. Right. The difference is the kick has a little more range on it. Yeah. So I'm a kick man. Yeah, it's um, slightly better. Generally fill that up first. Yeah. And then the weapon, though, is a little stronger than the kick, depending on the weapon. Yeah, the weapons have different stats. So we'll get to that in a moment. But then after that, you have your throw stat. And uh, that's the damage you do when throwing a person or a thing. Yeah. Separate from the damage of the weapon stat. Right, right. So, which, you know, kind of makes me wonder where I'm like, all right, I know weapons... They have their damage stat, and you have your weapon damage stat, so there's like a sum going on there, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, does that apply with the throwing? Do you get weapon damage and throwing damage when you throw weapons as opposed to, you know? Like, I do know that <laughs> if an enemy is laying down and you throw a weapon at it, they still take damage when yeah, they wouldn't yeah. normally from a hit. Nice. But I, 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 that throw is the stat I really worked on the least. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't give a... I, I only got any extra points in it if it was a side effect from something I ate. I had a very specific shopping list, so once I was like, all right, I know what I'm, I'm getting I'm pretty close to that, too, probably. <laughs> now, following throw, we have agility, and that's kind of a weird stat. It is, a, from what I understand, a mixture of speed and jump height. Uh, this is one that I didn't touch at all until later in the game we got some shoes, and I noticed it went from whatever. I actually noticed somehow, I was like, how is my agility 9? It was lower than 15. Weird. I don't know how that happened, or, you know, maybe, I don't know, but I remember seeing it, and I was like, weird, I bought the Texas boots, it's maxed out, and then I was like, holy cow, I can move so much faster, like, your jumping is, you know, it's not only, I don't know if it's farther or higher, but it is, I think, both. You definitely, like, engage it way quicker, so. And then your normal walk speed is also increased. Yeah, it's it's great, man, it's, it, that bumped from an ignore stat to something to pay attention to for me after that. I was like, all right. Well, especially because if you get that stat up, then you can hightail it through a lot of areas and you won't have to engage with any of the, the guys in there. And that's yeah. really useful if you're just shopping. You're like, I need to get to a mall two areas away. Yeah. Now, another very important, uh, almost second stat I work on is the next one, defense. Yeah, defense is an important one. Um, and it's kind of linked I believe with strength, I couldn't, they have similar, like I I would read one area where it'd be like defense is your blocking power. Yeah, that's what I read. And basically that acts as when you uh, are being attacked, if you hit your attack button, you block the attack from a punch, kick or weapon. Yeah, it's awesome. So it really behooves you just to spam that button a lot. Slugging away. (laughs) Yeah. Now, like you said, the strength uh, stat is next. Yeah. And um, I mean, I guess this influences how much damage you take per hit. I'm not sure because I found um, different places where they would say the same thing for just strength and defense where it's like. Okay. So, I I mean. See, I I was told by my FAQ that this was uh, for breaking the guard of an enemy. Yeah. No, I read that too. I I read like three things for strength and two of them also were said for defense in other places. So. Well, my advice would just be to work on both. Yeah. I, I maxed out my defense the first time I played and um, I didn't touch my strength. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like strength might have to do with the amount of damage you take. Cause I was still taking like three or four bars. Oh really? Of hit with some, so I was taking some big damage with a, a high defense, low strength. All right. That's my theory. And then your final stat uh, in the main chunk of stats is willpower. 
This is a weird one. Yeah, it is weird. So depending on how much willpower you have, you when you when you are knocked down to zero life, you will stand back up with either one or two life bars. Yeah, you have like a chance, I guess, to just re spawn mm-hmm. yourself. Well, I think it's because your your willpower goes down mm-hmm. with hits and time, I think. Oh maybe okay. not time, but at least hits. Or mm. something like because oh, okay. you get more every time you eat, and like my willpower was gone. I didn't do anything. It's some you know I did something and it was gone. So as you eat different foods, it'll fill it back up. Right, right. So if it's like half full, you get the one. If it's all the way full, you get oh, the two. Okay. I just thought it was a normal stat. I didn't really pay much attention to it to be honest. I think so. I mean, I I could be wrong, but I yeah. I man, I got nothing. I like I said, I didn't look too closely at this one because it didn't seem to come up mm-hmm. too much. You know, and, and I could be confusing that with st- with with uh, the next stat we're talking going to talk about, which is stamina. Because a lot of times when you eat things, it throws some words at you, like you know your willpower, your stamina, your max power has gone up. Yeah, yeah, and this... it's kind of hard to keep track of what exactly is going on with your health and and those kinds of things. Your your stamina is your hit points essentially. Right, that's what you're you know is but, represented by your life bar up there. I believe eight points of stamina is one bar of life, and then your, your max power is your maximum hit points. Yeah, total. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And now here's where it gets weird because normally you'll eat food and stuff, and it'll be like you gain this much of X, you know, these various stats, right? Mm-hmm. But your max power, it'll say it's maxed out, which is very weird because it's not. It, it will go back up. What you have to do is um, there's a weird formula where it's like the amount of max power you gain from the food is uh, you like sub- divide or subtract that by the difference between your max power and stamina. So if you want to raise your max power, just eat a bunch of food when you're full of yeah, life. And that's the funny part was that happened when I was playing with my son. I was full and he wasn't of life. And we were just eating the same things to get stat bonuses. And then we look at our max powers. He's like, why is your max power higher than mine? And I had no clue. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, um, yeah, that's where once I kind of got to the bottom of that, this is a, uh, I didn't know this before from my, you know, Mm -hmm. my past. So that, which answered a lot of questions because that's the easy way, you know, there's some easy ways to get your life bar full right away. So, okay. Now, like you said earlier, one of the things we can do is use weapons. There's even a stat for how strong they are when you use them. And there are, I think, a couple weapons here. They're fun. We should talk about them real quick. There's oh, yeah. the wooden crate. Mm-hmm. It's a big box. You can stand on it, throw it, kick it. Very useful. It looks really good when it's spinning through the air. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, the problem with the wooden crate and a lot of these other items is that when they are thrown, they have a bit of a bounce to them. Yeah, and they can bounce back and get you. And any point in their bounce, even if it's like an inch off the ground and it looks yeah. like it's not moving very fast, it will still hurt you. So yeah. avoid. Avoid at all costs. If you, even if you threw it, it will hurt you. Yeah, watch yourself. There is the trash can. This Pr- is the strongest weapon. Is it now? Yeah, it's. I noticed it to be noticeably slower, but I picked that up online. I, people are like, get a trash can and hold on to it. It's the strongest one. But I think it's too slow, personally. Okay, because I thought it was a different one, and we'll get to there. But otherwise, it's pretty much just like the wooden crate. Yeah. Now, there is a uh, a tire. This is a... You'll see a few of these. They're... I kind of stay away from them because they're very squirrely. They roll a lot and bounce and can come back to haunt you. I agree entirely. There is a rock. I love that there's a rock you can pick up and throw. You can, you can throw it or just smack someone with it. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. There is a, a set of brass knuckles. Also cool. Pretty much just like the rock. There's a wooden stick. Yeah, and uh, in the it's interesting enough in the manual, it looks like a kendo stick or like a wooden sword. Oh, well, that makes more sense. So I was like, okay. Yeah. There is what I thought was the strongest, the lead pipe. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is um, maybe second strongest. I don't know. There was a breakdown I saw where it was like. Once I got uh, the technique that utilizes it, which we'll talk about next, that's how I fought every boss. The lead pipe? Yeah. Yeah, I, this is the go-to, man. Because it, it's not slow, and it's, you know. Now, maybe you want a little more ranged than the pipe has. Then you want to pick up the metal chain. Yeah, and I feel like the chain's a little faster, too, but I'm not I agree. sure. And uh, cooler looking. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a pretty cool selection of uh, gang weapons, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then finally, I don't know if this counts, but you can pick up a gang member, and then you no. can uh, toss them for damage, too. You can so. hit a dude with another dude. As you make your way through River City, you will encounter shops, little sections of town where there are no enemies, and you cannot attack or jump. Yeah. There are a wide variety of shops. There are bookstores, eateries, convenience stores, drug stores, you name it. Yeah, you're a little like strip malls. But one of the most important things you'll be buying in these are techniques, and you learn them from books. Yes. These are generally, for the most part, a little more expensive than food, you know. Mm -hmm. Not as expensive as some shoes, but, you know, they're all like, at least the first three are like 26 bucks, so it's not too bad. And certain things like shoes or books take up a slot in your inventory, and they remain there if you want to continue to get the effect of this item. Yeah. And then... The first two that are available to you are Stone Hands and Dragon Feet, and they are both 27 bucks ish Yeah. They're pretty much the same. They change your, you know, Stone Hands works for your punch, Dragon Hands for your feet. They change your standard punch or kick into a triple punch or kick. Which is awesome. It's really awesome. It's really fun. You run up to people and just cha-cha-cha, bust their butts. Now, one thing we didn't mention that is if you double tap, you can run. Yes. And if you run, your first attack into a person is double damage. Yeah, so that's, awesome. uh, that's a great way to take down some bosses quick. Well, once you buy your dragon feet, because who wants to punch fast? It's just too, <laughs> there's no range. You can take out almost anyone with that run and dragon feet combo. Yeah. It, right off the bat. It, um, your At least killing, in these areas. Your killing power is uh, exponentially greater. Now, the next thing you can get is uh, called Acro Circus. And it is also $30 or $27. Uh, if you run and jump, then you can do a somersault that will stun or knock down an enemy. This is okay, but... I never got it. I I, I did the first... I, I did and I didn't. I played this twice, so... First it just time. didn't seem like it would matter for my, my style of play. You, it, it really isn't. I It was like right afterwards I got it. I was like, I don't really know why I got this. But. Well, the problem is your jump moves around so much as it your stats change that I never was confident in my jump. I just, man, I, I don't know. I, I Even when I got it, I was like, I don't really need it. Okay, well, then did you get Fatal Steps, another $37.50 technique? I did not either time. And I will say this. Um, ever since I've played this game 20 years ago, I don't know what the hell these do. I don't know how you get them to work. I was never able to do this, and I never even try anymore because I'm like, who cares? Like, Well, Fatal Steps, if you have it and you press A and B simultaneously while you're Standing over an enemy instead of jumping, you'll kick him on the ground. Yeah, and I mean, is it really strong? Or you got a sork? Or uh, I did get it and regretted it, and it actually eventually just got. I didn't, I threw it away. Oh, really? Well, because once you become strong enough, no one's laying on the ground. Right, right. Well, I just. I mean, I, mean, I guess bosses, but it doesn't matter because you're strong enough to either kill them in one hit. They're not laying there, and then with a boss, I don't want to be that close to them yeah. when they stand up. Well, I remember this being like. Uh, controversy with me and my you know because we're like how does this work like there were many different conflicting some places would say like run over a guy who's down or some would be like jump on them or jump you know i was like eh. it's basically you have to jump when you are 
on their Sprite. Weird. Okay. Interesting. Well, then, did you get the Grand Slam? It's a little more expensive at $57.50. Oh, yeah. This is the this is the best one, man. <laughs> well, you know I did. Uh, it is. And it is the weapon version of the Dragon Feet. Yes, you can really smack the crap out of people. You now. get three quick strikes, and if you've got that lead pipe, you are an unstoppable beast. You've got oh, the range. you got yeah. the... the the tech you can go through so many so many bosses it's insane i mean they usually only take like they fall down once or twice if that yeah yeah now there is one more it is very expensive it's 78 dollars and 25 cents it is known as javelin man now i didn't get this this time i've gotten it in the past it's all right but i read what it did and i was like that is not worth me trying to save up 78 dollars it's the only like when you throw the guys it looks kind of cool because they're like spinning Mm-hmm. spiraling and i mean maybe it goes through multiple guys I it don't, does okay i feel like i was like that was one where you know i had this reputation where i was like it's all right but it's not worth 70 bucks or by that point in the game who cares i'm beating the crap out of everyone with weapons so and it's true until i was pretty beefed though i was never really able to save up huge amounts of money okay you know the texas boots to me seemed like an impossible task trying to get that 90 some dollars they are pricey man uh for me it was just way easier to buy small things buff those stats and not worry if i died because i spent all my money yeah oh that's strategy so there are tons of items in this game uh more items than we could ever begin to go over oh yeah most um, of them food. Mm-hmm. So we are going to call out a few as we go through the levels and call out the shops and, and what we used for our playthrough. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, one other thing we need to talk about here is the, the fact that every time you play, you're going to be fighting the same gangs. These gangs always have the same colors, the same members, mm-hmm. and their members have, like, personalities. Yeah. It's actually, a really cool aspect of this game. Yeah, I give them a lot of credit for um, it, it. Deceptively, at first, you'll just be like, oh, it's sprite swaps. It's just different colored t-shirt guys, just like in all the other beat-em-ups, you know. Maybe they get a little technically tougher, but these guys act differently, and it's awesome. Yeah, in fact, so much so that, like, there are certain times where I'll be like, oh, I don't like this gang. I'm yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> Screw you, frat And guys. I'll come back <laughs> trying to, you know, deal with a different one. And then there are certain gangs you deal with earlier in the game and ones that are only found in later portions of the game, the stronger gangs. Yeah, they're, I mean, you don't encounter the exact same ones in the same screen. It's like there's certain, like... Uh, thresholds yeah where it's like you'll fight one of these two or three to me it adds this feeling of like there are these gangs roving around yeah you know in these areas because sometimes they're empty you know exactly and it's so cool so i really do love the gangs of this game the more i played it they they really you know personalities latched on to me (laughs) and they even have certain characters you know in their gang that i'm like oh Lenny. Yeah, no, they have this, they have, uh, you know, and if you look online, you can find, you know, each gang has like six guys with stats, just like you. Like if you want that level of detail, it's there. It is. But we're just going to go over some basics. And uh, I think usually you start out fighting the generic dudes. Yeah. These uh, are the light blue uh, mm-hmm. t-shirt guys. They drop 50 cents. They're the easiest. I mean, these guys are just run up and smack them generally. Pretty I much. Found. They're very docile. Then we have the homeboys. They wear tan, and they give you 75 cents. Yeah, these guys are, they're kind of slow. These are another ones where I'm just like, I run up and start beating them. Similar to the generic dudes. Uh, Then you get your first, like, notch up in difficulty with the jocks. They are light green. Yeah, um, these these guys tend to run and jump a lot and not throw weapons. Yes. um, Now, one thing to note is that they actually drop less money than the homeboys, only 60 cents. Mm -hmm. It's true. Next up, uh, you will find the frat guys, the pink 
wearing members. These guys suck, man. They're early on. I, they're the ones I'm. I'm they always nervous. Always have weapons, and they run in and throw them at you. So. Yeah, I, I try to avoid them early on. Uh, the tan, the homeboys, they're your best bet early on. Money and easiness. Mm-hmm. So next up is the internationals. They're in dark green. They give you a dollar ten, and they are, for my money, the one of the best ones to fight because they're a little hard, but they're not. They're more all around. They're not going to be only weaponing you. They're not too aggressive. And they're a good way to farm money, especially after uh, flat irons. Okay. I um I never fight any of these guys for money. Um, so I just avoid them generally. Like, um, I, I always just go to Benny and Clyde. So uh, That's too boring. And um, there's a couple areas where it's, it's easier to farm, and you're close to items that you can spend that money on right away to boost yourself. But well, I'll tell know. you who I never fought for money. That's the squids. The uh, dark red guys? Yes. Man, those guys almost always have a weapon, and they are fast and annoying. Yeah, I, um, again, these guys, when these, these guys, and I feel like the mob kind of starts showing up around the throughway. Yeah. And I don't, uh, I don't generally fight them much unless I have to to reveal a boss. So the mob is next. They are in gray, and uh, there's a couple mob bosses that you'll be fighting throughout the game. Yeah, Moose and Rocco. Now, they also, lots of weapons, but they don't seem as aggressive to me. Um, I don't mind fighting the mob that much. Yeah, yeah. And they're worth 90 cents, so they're, and they're for their, you know, they're only 10 cents less than the squids, but they're way easier. I right. Feel like. Now, if you're looking for money, the cowboys in dark blue give you a dollar twenty. Yeah, and these guys tend to have weapons, and according to the manual, low-powered kicks. Yeah, but by the time you reach them, which is like right outside the high school... Like, you don't really need money anymore, so no, yeah. you should probably avoid them. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we have the Plague. Yeah, and these guys, they have red shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they like lead pipes, according to the thing uh, in the book. But these guys didn't seem to be too tough, and I think you only encounter them in the high school. Yeah, they're like one of the, the tail end guys. They look just like, you know, there's the three guys who are the zombies with the red shirts. Same color there. So Yeah, and the zombies are all bosses, so... yeah. They're not a gang yeah. like the others, per se. And then, um, I don't know if the zombies are, like, higher ups for the plague. It's hard to say. Maybe the plague caused the zombies. <laughs> it's a zombie I, plague. I don't know. Now, one thing we haven't talked about is your health in your lives and how that works as a you well, know, yeah, gameplay if, mechanic. If you uh, if your life is depleted, um, you just you die, but you lose half your money. And you just res- you don't respawn right there, or do you start back at the very beginning? You start back at the nearest shopping center you're at. Oh, okay. And that's where you start. Now, if you are playing two-player, when one person dies, you lose half your money, and you respawn at the very next screen that the person walks to. Now, I, I only played this one player, but uh, there's an old trick where if one person's dying and still blinking, if you leave the screen before they are truly dead, they'll respawn with all their life, and, and I guess they don't lose their money. No, they don't, because you asked me if we exploited that <laughs> earlier, and I looked at you blankly, and then like a light bulb went off, and I realized, oh, we'd been doing it on accident and being very confused at the right, times we right. did. Well, it's something I remember from cheesing my way through it as a kid, so... Now, if you do need to take a break from this game, at any point you can access a screen that will show you your password. Yeah, which is nice. Um, and you can, when you enter a password, you do start from the very beginning, though. Correct. Time, right? Yeah. But you do retain any items and stats you have. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Now, that's the same for when you die as well. Yeah. Now, there is also uh, friendly fire in two player. Yeah, you got to watch out, man. You can beat each other up, and you can throw each other. 
which is, you don't get hurt for. It's pretty nice. But when you throw weapons and stuff, watch yeah. out. Well, yeah. I mean, but the same is true for enemies, man. You can trick them into throwing items, and you get out of the way, and they get smacked in the face with a chain. True indeed. Well, Nick, this is a third-party game that's not from a very popular third-party. True, true. So what's the manual situation going on here? Um, well, manual's pretty good, man. Uh, it's, it's not super huge, 20 pages, but we got full color. Lots okay. of screenshots. You know, it goes through, it's, it does a very good job of explaining, you know, all your, like, basic moves, hitting stuff, kicking stuff, picking stuff up, throwing, blah, blah, blah. Like, it gives you visual pictures of each of them. So know? are we talking artwork, or is this uh, screenshots? No, this is screenshots. Um, there's not a lot of artwork. I'm guessing it's because, um, from what I've seen of the Japanese version, mm -hmm. and many of the Kunio Kun games from there, it is a very distinct anime style they use for all oh. these games and their artwork. And it's not something I think they would have brought over here in that early on. In the... No, yeah, it's too bad, too. But, I mean, you know, it goes through. It gives you details about, like, the gangs, how much money they're worth, all the weapons. You get pictures of the weapons. Um, and it does give you a little, like, portrait face that's drawn for each of the boss characters and tells you a little bit about them. But okay. not necessarily in ways that have a bearing on the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really. I mean, it's, it's pretty basic. Talks to you about stores. There's a few tips at the end. No memo. And uh, well, I was gonna say you'd have to have quite a memo section because <laughs> one thing I you didn't call out, which I really thought you might have, was that the passwords in this game are notorious for being some of the longer ones. They are, but um, I actually used several of them and timed, and less than forty seconds, you wusses. <laughs> yeah, well, um, and you know, like I said, maybe uh, whoa. you know, like I've said before, if you don't want to write it down, you can always just take a picture. Yeah. Uh, we do live in the future, or, you know, we'll talk about how we play here in a second, but save states. Yeah, yeah. Anything else in that wonderful manual? Uh, no, man, that's all they wrote. Well then, Nick, what was your personal history with this game? Um, this is a game I rented a lot and beat a lot and loved it, man. It was, uh, I was uh, sold by Nintendo Power, you know, I was like, this looks awesome. I, I rented it, and, you know, I was able to beat it, I think, the first time, but it's one of those games I just never got sick of, and, you know. You know, I wish I had the same story. I rented this as a kid based off of Nintendo Power. Oh, yeah? But there was something in my child brain that just didn't click. Like, I didn't get, like, how its different stats increased and everything. And in my mind, it just seemed more difficult than it was. Well, there is some... The numbers are kind of weird. They are. And I just thought, oh, is this too hard? Like, I'll, I'll never figure it out. And therefore, oh, never rented it again, and it just kind of fell down to the wayside of, of games I had played, but never gave much more consideration to. Uh, and then cut to uh, years later in high school when I meet you and Bill, and you know, you guys have so many fond memories of this game that when the emulator craze oh, began yeah, yeah. in college, I went back to it, and I quickly realized that I was a fool. <laughs> um, I loved it, and then uh, you know, from that point on, it's always been one of those games that I, I, I do enjoy and will go back to if I... Want just something to goof around with. Yeah. So what was your recent experience with this game, Nick? I uh, I beat this game twice, actually. Um, the first time I beat it in two sittings, and the second time I just played it straight through. Okay. Um, I played it a couple different ways and a couple times, so oh, yeah, I did beat it. All one player, by the way. Sorry. Okay. I played it um and beat it by myself on my 3DS. Nice. So... <clears throat> So I was playing it on its virtual console, and it was really fun to have it as a portable because I was able to just grind my heart out. I maxed all my stats, got most of the things I wanted, 
and I was able to just god mode through most of the game. Right on. It was, you know, a fun way to take care of it. Yeah. Now, the other bonus is you do have one save state, so I didn't have to worry about passwords or anything like that. I would just use that save state as my save, and, you know, yeah. I could save anywhere I wanted. It, it makes it a little easier, and especially for that kind of portable gaming and grinding. Oh, yeah, it's nice, man. It's wonderful. Now, I did play it two players as well, and I played it original controller old school with my son. And uh, we played it two times, and he really enjoyed it. Actually, no, three times. So I'm fun, sorry. Yeah. And we're on track to beating it here quite soon. So Awesome. And, you know, I was really surprised, too. We we had uh, a little less friendly fire than I was expecting. So. Oh, you're developing those team skills, man. Yeah. Possibly. Um, <laughs> you know, I think another thing about it is that this game's hitboxes are really forgiving on that vertical plane. So you don't, you're not in each other's way as much as you think and, you look like you are. Well, and it's like, you know, your characters are pretty blocky. So you can tell you like, this is how big I am. Like, you know, like when you have more detailed, like Streets of Rage style, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, well, those hitboxes could be. And P.S. Yeah. Friendly fire in this game if we didn't mention it before. So yeah. <laughs> it's not too horrible, apparently. Well, Nick, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And I'd like to start by saying, boy, does this game hold up so much better than I imagined? This is, um, it's been a little while since I had last played it, but I think about two, two or three years for me. It's just one of those games, ah, man, longer than that for me. Like, I don't know when the last time, honestly, it must be at least 10 years probably. But And I had been playing so many inspired by games, you know, mm. a lot of games that had taken this formula and ran with it in, in different directions. As I mentioned earlier, the Scott Pilgrim game is one of my favorites of all times, and it, it takes this it's game good, and builds yeah. on it. Yeah, I'm... I was always surprised, you know, because this game came out in 90 here, right? Mm-hmm. 1990. So it's like, I, right away, I was like, all right, this is the future of all and of... no one being, followed up yeah, on I, I mean, for years, I was like, what the hell? What's wrong with you guys? Like, this is gold, man. Which ties into my next note. Like, so going back to this game, I thought it might be a little dated, but it's just so truly ahead of its time in so many ways. It works, man. Um like, the graphics are not extraordinary, but they're uh, very appropriate. No, um, in fact, uh, man, you, are you reading my notes? No. <laughs> uh, I, I would say the same. You know, they aren't very complicated, but their simplicity has such a great style to it that it conveys everything you need. Well, and here's something, too, that, to me, I feel like this game, you know, and the graphics lend themselves to this with the simplicity of their designs and clothes, mm-hmm. is like, this feels like... Like it's in the fifties, like it's like greasers, like or like a West that. Side Story kind of, mm-hmm. you know, in the music, I think kind of plays into that. Right, right. So that's like, that's what I always imagine because there's no, you know, there's no guns or knives, like serious weapons like right. you would get in most eighties, you know, brawler beat em ups. I don't know. Yes. And another thing is that these sprites are big enough to allow facial expressions. Yeah. And they do a great job of like really giving emotions to all the characters even the ones you're beating up they also like for being some you know aside from their faces really palette swapped things like they do a lot with like you get facial expressions different haircuts every you know maybe you only have one sprite for an enemy body but they animate the heck out of it you know you get a lot of frames in there yeah seriously i think we have the same exact notes (laughs) uh all of their animations are great uh and especially in the shops like the little animations of you oh, buying man. things and your interactions with the shop people are just wonderful. I love grabbing a, a, a plate with food on it and just eating the whole thing, chomping it down. It's awesome. Okay. Seriously, it's getting creepy. <laughs> My next note is also 
Does the guy eat the whole plate when he eats his food? Well, it's like you buy soda, eat it. Milk, eat it. Everything, just chomping it down. Like. Well, especially because with the plate, like, your your cheeks come out to yeah. plate-shaped. It's so funny, man. It is. It, this game is just charming on so many levels. Like, you beat up a guy, and he doesn't die. He yells, barf, yeah. and falls over. Well, you do get a lot of funny little just like, well, here we go again. You know, and the guys will reference you having beaten them up before. Yeah, they, you know... They'll yell out some non sequiturs or a threat or maybe something funny as they die or want to run away. It's it's just all around. There's a level of care and character taken with all the different parts of this game that add up to a whole that is just charming and lovely. Oh, yeah. And I mean, we talked earlier about the different gangs attitudes, but the enemy AI just in general is like, it's really good. Like for, you know, these guys do these like zigzag patterns or they'll run. They always try to surround you. They, you know, they're the AIs. It's vicious, man. Like. I don't know, but there is one trick that if you ever get on like the walls, you know, the elevated terrain, they're stuck. They shut down. They don't know what to do. So, so you, you can, can jump <laughs> on any elevated terrain, which is another key factor that makes this game pretty amazing because you really don't need to most of the time. Yeah, I mean, and it, any boss that has a elevated terrain is instantly it's easy mode. You know, you can just you know hop up there. They'll oh, stop man. moving. You just drop down and whack them. They knock down, jump back up. And repeat, you know? I didn't even think about that, but definitely will on my next playthrough. Oh, I, I cheesed through a couple things. And then, of course, this is one of the best NES soundtracks ever. Like It is great. It's really jazzy, uh, not monotonous at all. Like, I never got sick of any of these songs over many years, you know? And that's the thing. There aren't a ton of songs. That's that's no. the weird part. So it's amazing that they, they do stick with you so well. Yeah, um, yeah. Shout-outs to Kazuo Sawa, who's the composer he apparently also did Double Dragon 2, Super Dodgeball, and two of my favorite games, Battle of Olympus and Totally Rad. Awesome. So it was weird. I was like, wow, this guy. All right. <laughs> he he knows what you like. Now, this game has so many good sets of music, but one I would like to call out is the menu music. It's just one of my favorite all-time little jingly things. Yeah, as a little behind the scenes, I keep a little soundboard over here with different samples on it. <laughs> and that's going to make its way into the permanent, um, just we're goofing off, I want some music to run <laughs> through the headphone <laughs> side. Right up there with... Uh, uh. And everyone's favorite. Best part of the game. <laughs> Alright guys, here we are, ready to take this game level by level, but sadly this game doesn't have any levels. Just one big old long continuous level, which oh, yeah. is actually what makes this game so great. Oh yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to take you across River City from left to right, starting at the Crosstown High School and ending at the whatever other high school it is. You uh, have to go and fight. It's River City High, I think. Oh, right. and ending at River City High, where you are going to save your girlfriend from a bad dude. Slick. Slick, the evil gang member. Ooh. So we may not have mentioned, but this game is about, you know, you are and your brother, or you and your friend. I think, yeah, I'm not sure if it's your brother or not, but. You and some other guy have to dudes. go <laughs> save your girlfriend, who was kidnapped by an evil gang member. Very similar to Double Dragon's premise, but at least they have the decency to not show her get punched in the gut at the beginning of the game. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and you start out, you know, just a standard level with nothing you can do but brawl to the right. Yeah, you probably see generic dudes or frat guys here. 
And then you go through there and you're in what is apparently called Sticksville. It's another, just go to the right area. You'll see some signs for the trash pickup. Mm -hmm. And I really like the way you start seeing some backgrounds, the layering of the neighborhood behind the alleys you're in. They all look great. It looks like real, like, you know, city. There's stuff that you, telephone poles and, you know, mm -hmm. or trash cans are around, you know. Now, here on this second area is going to begin my one biggest problem with this game. And that is there are many areas where you no longer will go to the right. You'll go north or up. Oh, right. But there's no telegraphing of that. And if you run to the side, you're going to hit a wall. Yeah. And, and if invisible. you run into that wall, it will give damage. Yeah, they could at least put a wall down there so you're like, I can't go here, you know? Exactly. Or, you know, maybe not make you take damage when you run into a wall like I do <laughs> way more often than I wanted. Oh, it's frustrating, man. So even if you notice right before the pathway north from here, there is a pole. You can run into that pole. Yeah, all those poles. You got to watch out. You do. I hate it. I That's my least favorite part of this whole uh, game. I try, yeah. You have to be very, tread lightly. But luckily, you can make it right through there and you'll be at your first mall. The Grotto Mall? That is the Grotto Mall. And the Grotto Mall is very handy. Right off the bat, you can get like honey buns. I think those are good for defense or... Yeah, there's different... Um, I Okay, usually if you've killed all the guys on the way here, I'm usually right about able to... Because you start with $20. Correct. I'm usually able to afford Dragon Feet. Which is in the third um, or the fourth shop there. It's a bookstore and they have both the hands and feet bonus. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, feet are slightly better. Uh, the only arguments I've read in favor of punch is that there are cheaper, earlier items you could upgrade your punch with. But it doesn't matter because you can run straight to the next town, which oh, is what I do. Well, I usually will. Um, this is where I will max out my max power. It took me about six minutes. Okay. Uh, I just kept buying hot cocoa over and over. Um, a hot cocoa is your best bet early on. Like, it's good for just getting life back. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of discovered it at first. When I was first here, I was like, I'm saving up for Acro Circus. After I realized, I was like, wait, I don't need that. But the real gem, I was like, man, buys, you know, buying these items, it bump, bumps up your defense a little. But mm -hmm. it'll, you know, I was like, I'm not leaving till I get 127 max power. And that took me about six minutes. So And... Some items you can take with you and then use them later, and yeah. they'll give you energy. And then uh, some you consume there at the counter or the restaurant. Yeah. Now, hot cocoa is one you definitely might want to leave the town with one or two in your pocket because they'll give you a couple hit points back. If you can get, yeah, the to-goes. Like, and really, I'll, I will say this grinding took place to the right of here in the next Sticksville and Sherman Park. Yeah, and at Sticksville, it's just a big, it's outside a park. Uh, there are little fencing things you can jump on. But there is in the middle an entrance to Sherman Park. And while you cannot do anything in there now, I think it's even empty. Yeah, yeah. I, there might be guys up there, but I know you'll be back. But You will because eventually that's where you're going to fight Blade, one of the bosses of the Blade. zombies. Yeah, he's a vampire um, who walks in the daytime. <laughs> yeah, he's a daywalker. <laughs> and uh, no, he's just one of the, the zombie bosses. But you can't fight him yet. You have to defeat at least one or two other ones first and then come back here. Whoever you defeat to unlock him we'll tell you to go to sherman yeah, park so yeah. don't worry but if you make your way through sticksville past sherman park you will now find yourself at one of the first treacherous areas of the game like construction site thing. yeah what's well, one of the few areas that has a pit and the pits are the worst because they are an instant death and they're not really worth using on the bad guys because then you don't get money exactly now this area not too hard but if you clear all the enemies from it you will encounter another boss moose yeah moose um He's not very, you know, he's pretty... Just, Is he a mob member, I think? I think yeah, he's got, like, the gray shirt. Mm -hmm. um, I 
almost all the bosses will start by saying some stuff. And that's Which, your opportunity to run at them and punch them or kick them as hard as you can right away. Get that get the battle started right. You know? Yeah, because you always have an opening move when they're talking. And in fact, hilariously, they'll never die until they're done talking either. Yeah, so. yeah. They'll, but I mean... It should be said that a lot of the AI, but even the bosses, like, you know, you can stay on top of them and beat them pretty easily. But if they get out, like, they can really tear you up, man. They'll move fast and, you know, they'll beat the crap out of you. Yeah, Moose isn't too bad. And then the other thing is that Moose and all the other bosses, they give you more money than the average citizen of the town. You usually oh, get yeah. a couple dollars out of them. Yeah, I think this guy's worth two twenty-five. so. Nice. But yeah, he's got a little elevated terrain in the back there you can hide on if you're having trouble. Okay. Now, once you get past him, you go up. And then you are in your next little shopping center. Is this the Waterfront Mall? So Waterfront Mall is a decent little area. The main thing I do here is buy egg rolls. Mm. They increase your health. They also increase your defense. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good... Um, I will... Well, I do do some grinding here later. Um, in the meantime, this takes a long time. But I will only heal myself with sodas. Uh, they only restore eight stamina, so that's one bar of life a piece but they're all worth plus one weapon and they only cost like a dollar something so it's a way so i was like i'll get my weapon up now i might do that next time while i'm healing although it's it's test your patience because not only do you have to keep buying the items but it's one of those ones you can get to go so you have to be like do you want this yes not to go yes yes no yes like Uh... you can't just zone out and buy you know what i mean so yeah i can see that but uh you can also this is the first place where you get a drugstore so karma jolt yeah Karma Jolt. You gotta save up for those. And what all do those do? They refill your health. They do give you some stats, but I'm not sure exactly how much. I know they give you like 99 stamina, so it'll almost completely fill you up every time, and they're only like 15 bucks. So definitely the the health bonus you want to take with you. Oh yeah, I always try to have a few of these. Well, right when you leave town, you're going to run into Roxy, the girlfriend of Slick. Yeah, yeah. And she says, you know, even though he's a bad dude, she's not a bad girl. And she wants you to know where your girlfriend's being held. Yeah, she's being held in the, the top floor of River City High School. Now, you can go straight to the right if you want. Mm-hmm. That'd be a fool's errand. Because if you go up, you will encounter the easiest way to get money here in the early chunk of the game. This is my, yeah, Benny and Clyde, man. Benny and Clyde. And you can run in and take out the first guy before he's done talking. Generally, yeah, they're worth... Together, there's seven bucks a piece. Um, so I'll just come in, run in, tear an ass, running, dragging feet, one guy. He'll mm-hmm. knock down, walk down, kick the other one. By that time, the other dude's back up, and he should be staggered. So you go up and kick that guy, and he's dead. Then you fight the last guy. can be a little tricky at first, but um, you start to get a rhythm into it. And this is where uh, I uh, timed myself. I was able to grind over $100 in less than six minutes. So Oh, cool. I was like, how long would it take to get those stupid boots? So mm. that's why I was like, after this, I will just, except for, I think, Rocco, I don't know, any of the guys you have to beat to get past, that's when I'll come back, grind it out, and then just run so right. I don't die so I can get those damn boots. But So usually I, too, have gotten some money from these guys, and now it's time to run, run to the next town. Because, you know, where you met Roxy is a big bridge. Uh, nothing, you can jump on the railing, but, you know, different gangs appear there. I think this is when you're going to start encountering the internationals and uh, the mob and Mm. some of those ones. But after that, you start getting into the downtown. You're near a park, a bunch of woods, and there's like some gates to go through. You go up through those, not to the right. 
And is that where where do we get to the warehouse? Is that that's that's the oh. next one over. So next over is another construction looking zone with one of those pits, and that's the warehouse, the the WSL company warehouse. Mm. And for some reason, I always thought there was a boss here, but there is not. Isn't Rocco in there? I'm in there, but I, meant, oh. I thought there was one outside of here. This and I fought guy. I every time I would clear all the guys <laughs> and like, where's that boss music? It's got to be here. Never came. His door doesn't open. But you go inside the warehouse. And, well, this is probably the first time you're going to encounter some goofiness with that jump. Oh, yeah. Uh, on those, when you're trying to get up there, it, it's so counterintuitive. Well, not only is it kind of odd and awkward to do, it's like as your jump changes, you know, you have to recalibrate where you're leaving from and stuff. Right. Well, and again, I'll be honest, I didn't touch any agility food. So so, I was like... uh, so you probably had a little bit of trouble. Now, if you're two-player, you can jump on the other person and jump up. On the right-hand side, you can actually... Or I'm sorry, the left-hand side, you can just jump vertically and then jump vertically again. Yeah, that's what I would just kind of edge up. Yeah. Because any if you're trying to jump up and over any of these boxes, which in any other game, that's what you would do. The the You know, you're like, this is how you get up these. Mm-hmm. It looks like steps. You will not. You will keep bouncing off and throwing You back. can do it. It just takes some, some oh, It's time. very demanding. Like, yeah. you got to nail it, you know. So. Now, once you have your agility up, you just run and do a running jump, and you can clear all the boxes. Nice. So that's pretty nice. Oh, yeah. Now, there are four enemies in this room. You defeat them all, and then you get another member of the mob. Rocco comes out. And this guy. anything to say about him? Yeah, I mean, you've got boxes to stand on, so if you're having trouble, jump up there and trick him. That's what I did. Oh, he does. he's the guy who tells you to go fight Blade at Sherman Park. All right. Which I totally missed the first time I played. And he's <laughs> wearing glasses. I like the fact that a lot of these gang members have glasses on. Yeah, I agree. It really breaks that early stereotype. Yeah, man. I will punch a guy with glasses. <laughs> Hey, now. So, yeah, either now could be a good time to go back and fight Blade. You're never going to be closer, but back in Sherman Park. I just keep moving to the right. You leave the warehouse. Be careful because guys will rush you instantly when you leave this door. Yeah, well, you were like outside the throughway. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. And it's a very small one. You start getting into some areas that are just one screen. Yeah. Very small. Uh, The outside of this warehouse, next up is the entrance to the throughway, and that is also one tiny screen. The Mm -hmm. mob seems to like this area a lot. Yeah. Uh, And then next up, you've got the actual throughway. You're in the tunnel underground. And then there's a secret shop in here. Yeah, Merlin's Mystery Shop. Yep. I didn't buy anything here last No, time. it's so expensive. I like. I remember thinking, like, that's how you beat the game, is you get in there. And it's like, well. Not really. Almost always the cheapest way to buy something is to buy 100 things of, like, 90 cents. Then Correct. I'm going to spend 60 bucks to get plus 30, you know? Yeah, definitely. So you probably won't be hanging out with Merlin too long. But you will finish your um, trip through the throughway. And now you've got a little bigger screen. And then, again, another wall at the far right. So you want to go up. And there is a boss in this screen, though. Turk. Yeah, this is uh, another one of the zombies in the red. Mm-hmm. This one is the one I usually have the most trouble with. He is fast. Yeah, and uh, is he the dude that will constantly throwing you? If, you, if yeah. he knocks you down, he's throwing you, getting, and you're like... Throwing you into the wall. Yeah, and what can you do? You can get almost stun-locked. Like. Yeah, because once you start getting further on, guys will do that too. They'll just pick you up and start throwing you across the entire map. Yeah, so at this point, if I've already ground for all that money, I'm not fighting this guy. I'm just running through to spend it before... I take chances. Same you know? here. And that's what I would do. And so much of this is running through. And same with the next area. You're kind of like in an alley with some pipes. It's construction-y. And there's another boss here, Mojo. Yeah, this guy, he starts with a chain. Or is he one of the dudes with a weapon? I don't no. think so. I think that's Blade. Well, mm. either way, this guy uh, can also be tough. But unlike Turk, elevated terrain. So you have your get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. But if you choose to fight him or not, 
once you make your way through that final area, you are at the Flatirons Mall, the first really big two screen mall. This is the lots bit, of shops, yeah, high class. Yeah, and uh, this is where I spend a lot of my time because there's Amy's Sweet Shop here, and that's how you boost a lot of your stats for real cheap, all of your weapon and punch and kick. Yeah, that's the best. This is where the toy shop is with the teddy bear. Bang. Oh yeah, teddy bear is good stuff. And twenty strength mm, okay. and full health. I was very like I was like. I'm doing kick, weapon, and life. Like I was like, I just picked like three stats and was like, I'm maxing these out. You know, and gotcha. defense, I guess. But well, the teddy bear is 20 strength and it refills your entire health. Nice. And it's 28 dollars, so not too bad of a ratio. I would use uh, Nero Pizza to get life back. It's like 50 stamina or something. It's like six bucks. It's all okay. right. And and of course, at the Happy Feet store, Texas Boots, baby. And the Texas boots do what, Nick? Uh, they give you a, like a plus 60 to kick and to your agility, I think. Now, is that on top of your normal stats? I don't think so. I'm because not sure. I realized early on that I wasn't going to get that $99. So I was like, why not just, I'll just dollar my way up through fudge bar after fudge bar at Amy's Sweet Tooth and get my yeah. kick all the way up to 63. That's what I did the first time. And then I had to go back to the beginning and I was coming through. And the second time I was like, I had so much money. I was like, well, I'll just buy them anyways. And that's when I really noticed the difference in the agility. So Mm -hmm. that's the main reason I'll go for these boots is to get the, you know, boom, just get your agility done. Gotcha. And your kick. Like, but you know, if you don't go for these, it is, you know, head into the Amy sweet tooth. That is the cheaper way to go. Now there's also a steakhouse here and the steaks are a great way to get your punch up. That also gets mm. your defense up at the same time. In fact, each steak is like punch slash something else, like defense, stamina, or something. Uh, defense, agility, or you know one of the other stats. So they're a great way to boost those both up at the same time. And they're about $5 a piece in that zone. Gotcha. Uh, there is the toy store, like I said, that sells um, the teddy bear. They also sell a techno small. Oh, sweet. You know, is it? Um, shout out to the company. Where does uh? Is this where you can buy Grand Slam, or is that the next mall? Isn't it? That's the next one. Oh, okay. There's a CD store here, which blew my mind. CDs, man. Yeah, man. You know, say you know it's a Japanese game because they were rolling in CDs back. Yeah, in, uh, no, this was before. Yeah, CDs took over completely. So. Exactly. This was in tape territory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of mind bending. That's kind of it for the for the Flatirons area. Now the screen to the right is where I did a ton of uh, grinding. Oh, yeah? It's like a construction yard. You got some minute work signs, a big uh, you know, chevron oh, right, thing right. blocking a path. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because this is where you can get the internationals in here a lot, and the other gangs are all over a dollar. And you it's can, money, you know, uh, there's places to jump up on, so there's always items there. You can easily clear through a round or two and walk out with $8. And you're already here next to Flatirons. So it's easier for me to make the money here and then spend it at the various shops like uh, the Sweet Tooth Place and stuff sure, like that. yeah. This was my main grinding area. Gotcha. But if you're not grinding, you're going to continue to the right. Yeah, and this is where you'll see the, like, dilapidated building, right? And you head inside. Yeah, because the, the old factory. Yeah, it's the only, the vacant third wheel factory. By this point, if you have not gone back and beaten Blade, you should do so. Because I did not. And then when you get through to the end, when Thor appears, he just won't show up until you go back. Gotcha. So, and this, okay, this is where we were talking earlier. How do you go back from here? Now, I know. I don't, I think it's not through the factory. I think there's a different way back. 
Because I couldn't, I was like, I don't know how. I mean, I just got my password and started over from this beginning. So I feel but, like I went back and I never did the password trick. So I don't know. I, but um, maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. I just, I mean, because I, I was, I'm just genuinely curious because I'm like, I tried to do some weird jumpy things or stuff for a little while. Or right. Like, I don't know what to I do. I don't think it involves this room, to be honest with you. Gotcha. So. But yeah, this is just fight some guys or move past it. But one also has a weird mechanic where there's a, a doorway on the bottom. You go through it and you come out a door on the top. It's the only place it's used in the game. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. They kind of warp you around a bit. And then the final room of the factory, there's a big gap. You got to go up at the top. This area can be a little tricky just because there's so many guys and you might be afraid of getting knocked off. But there yeah. is a boss in here as well. Yeah, I always just stay towards the very top. And yeah, uh, and Thor comes out. He's the boss. He's a zombie. But he's easy because there's a ledge you can jump up on that he can't get to. Yep. So abuse that. Abuse it. Beat up Thor. And I think he tells you to go fight one other guy. Has he mentioned Ivan? At He's like, Ivan will be at the gates. That's or something, it. Right? Yep. Yeah. Ivan. Now, once you leave there, you will come out a back door and you're downtown. It's just a single screen. But right after that, you get to the Oak Hill Mall. And is this our final mall? I think so, yeah. It is. You know, it's got a couple different stores. You come in out of an alleyway, and there's actually stores to your left you may not know about. Yeah, yeah. And one of them is kind of important, at least to me, uh, the tea bag. What's going on there? They have a uh, carrot cake. Oh, all and, right. Um, or maybe it's Kate's cookies. I can't remember, but whatever it is, it's, it's a good it's a good one. I, can't, I don't even remember what it does now, but I remember it was a nice ratio. It okay. was near that dollar, dollar ten ratio per yeah. point. So yeah. it, it, it helped me round out something I didn't have full. I see. I see. The big thing I got here was the Grand Slam. That's that's the at the technique. Oak Hill Bookstore. It's in this first area, and you definitely need it. Uh, it makes boss battles so much easier. Because one thing we didn't mention is that if you pick up any item or weapon, you can carry that from screen to screen. Yeah. Even yeah. into towns. Even into shops. Well, and they won't just disappear after being used like on other uh, brawlers. So. Indeed. Now, the one thing that can happen is if you run into a wall... In a town, you will drop it and not be able to pick it back up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so be careful, guys. I know, because I ran into every wall. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? And let's a little shout-out here. I meant to mention it earlier. Not shout-out. It's a shout-down. The first time you fight Benny and Clyde, the way you leave that screen is so unintuitive, it drives me insane. Oh, you have to go left and up? The st- there, is a se- <laughs> there is a very poorly um, drawn or designed stairway that is that tells you to go up, but it doesn't look like it's... The way you're supposed to go. Uh, it is a weird because you're not going in the stairs or anything. It doesn't, you know. No, I've run into that <laughs> wall way too many times. But back to Oak Hill Mall, not the wall. Oh. The second area of the mall has another bookstore. It has the Hank's Chicken Shack. Never bought anything there. Mm, yeah. But it does have a final drugstore. So you can do that last stock up of the Karma Jolts. This is where um you'll also see. There's the sauna in the last screen of it. Well, once you've stocked up on those, you head one screen to the right to the sauna or health club, and then yeah. you have another encounter with Benny and Clyde. So beat those guys down. You can sauna is a decent way to get some life back. Now Benny and Clyde give you more money this time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't spend as much time here. I mostly just beat them up to, you know, I'm trying to think four or five karma jolts. Before. I think they're about four bucks a piece, a little over four bucks I, a piece. At I, point. I mean, they're like seven bucks at the beginning, so right, it's total uh, but now yeah. the health club is uh notable because it fills up some of your health it, it does increase a couple stats but it is i think the only time on the nes that you get to see bare buttocks a straight full-on butt that's right dude's in the shower and there's the butt yeah it's pretty awesome and hilarious i yeah, mean yeah it's just one of these many little things that happen in the stores yeah. that just 
Win me or, over every time. Whereas you can go to Merv's Burgers and ask for a smile. It's free, and you blush, and that's it. It's like, oh, hey. Or my favorite is when you <laughs> use the teddy bear, right? It says, when no one was looking, you hug the teddy bear. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I was like, that's it's just many cute little things like that. And And for me, the sauna was like the culmination of it. Now, like we said, you can come back in and out of the screen to fight those fools as much as you want. This is the last chance to really grind and, and fill out any stats you want to. Yeah, once again, man, karma jolts, they saved my bacon. Indeed. In fact, that's why I got rid of that one book. Well, I started to realize later, I was like, well, you don't want all the techniques because then you can't hold as many items. I know. So it's I got like, rid of that book to hold yeah. another karma jolt. Same here. Now, next up, you were going to be in the alleys of the burbs. Trash pickup signs abound. And uh, just another gang, no bosses. But after that is your final stretch of road. Leads you to River City High School. And once you've cleared out all of the gang members from the street, the door will open and out walks Ivan. Yes, Ivan is, well, he's an international, right? Does he have the same color shirt as he them, does. I think? He, he does, does that like a headbutt thing, right? Oh, man. And does he ever? That headbutt is vicious. It, it's got like a special animation kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I was not expecting it, and I did get hurt by it. So it's, it does damage, but I mean, at this point, I was just like grand slamming the crap out of like. Just... They may get like a hit on me, but as soon as I can stand up with a weapon in my hand, it's if you get game the over. timing down when they're standing up, like you can just. Well, the key is you don't want to be that close to them. You just want the last fourth of your pipe to be right, leaning right. into their <laughs> yeah. their zone. Like, just barely. And, you know, especially towards these last few screens, the guys are running at you full force. They are Uh, intense. So I would, like, just basically take three steps, attack. Take three steps, attack. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because so often, if I was trying to meet them in the middle, they'd get a hit on them. Yeah, yeah. So I would just, like, stop and let them run into my pipe. It's really your best method. Keep your head about you and really, you know, conserve energy. So you enter the school and you're straight into the River City High Gym. There is a boss in this room as well. Otis, a member of the zombies. Oh, yeah, Otis. He's a, kind of a weird-looking one, too. I was like, He's the one who, to me, I was like, he looks like a zombie. He kind of does, kind of Frankenstein-y. Because his eyes like, Ugh. And um, you fight him, but then no door opens. And if you're like me, you're a little bit confused as to where to go. <laughs> I remembered this from, uh, you know, previously. And it took me about half a second. I was under I was like, oh, the yeah. misconception that you needed Acro Circus to jump up there. But you do not. No. Because it doesn't help you jump at all, but you just jump up on these like balance beams and the hula or I think they're called a pommel horse. Pommel horse and the uh, then you jump onto the basketball rim. Ah, basketball rim. That's the word. (laughs) Yes. Those rare objects. Who knows what they're called? Oh, Nick, you're you're such a sportologist. (laughs) Um, But once you leap from the basketball rim, you are on the top floor. You can go through a door, and then you are on the next level of the high school. This is like a, what, three, four floor high school? Yeah, and the funny part is, so you go up to the first floor, you don't have to do anything. You can just go straight up the next flight of stairs. Yeah, I didn't realize Neither did I. (laughs) (laughs) Or or you can kill everybody on the level and then realize you wasted your time and lost a couple points for no reason. Yep. And then you're like, okay. But all that money. Right. But you go upstairs again and you're greeted with another boss, Tex. Tex. Tex has a pipe in his hand. Yeah. Or, or a stick. I can't remember. One He's of the like two. the leader of the cowboys. I think it's a lead pipe, at least according to my notes. But Well, he it can be a little rough. Yeah. Because just... he throws that stick. Well, He's not afraid to use it. Yeah. Um, you can, I mean, it's all for me. The boss strategies is like just 
offensive. Like, get in there oh, and yeah. just keep them hurting well, as much as you can. The real key is, if they talk, that's it. Like, you need to be knocking them down before they're done saying their yeah, words. Yeah, Because that's just a free hit. Yeah. And, and if you don't take that free hit, they're going to take it on you. Especially if it's like a running grand slam. Like, that's worth a lot of damage, you know? It is indeed. Now, you defeat him. You go straight up the stairs, mirroring the ones you just went up before. And when you do, you realize there are no more stairs to traverse. You're at the top, baby. You are on the third floor of River City High. And as you walk down the hallway, you realize that there is no door at the end. But there is an elevator. Yeah. And when those elevator doors open, out come the twins. Yes, Randy and Andy. Now, do you think this is a reference to Double Dragon? I mean, it has to be because they play the awesome Double Dragon theme music. They do. I'm calling it out now, maybe sneak this in later but this is one of my favorite like video game musics of all time like especially this version because i loved it the this this tune in the original double dragon was the first game i would just put the music on and listen to well here you go nick it's on the soundboard yeah and it is pretty boss and we'll play it again a little later it rocks man It's, it's getting my head to jiggle. I love it, man. I love it. I just can't say enough good stuff. But as for the twins themselves, they can be a bit of a challenge because there's only one of you. And these guys are, I think, the hardest bosses in the game. I, I would think, I wouldn't probably agree. Because they I have that. I can't think of any ones that are harder. Well, they have that spin kick, man. You mean the one from Double Dragon? Yeah, where I'm like, well, how, I want that. Can I trade you fatal steps for it or something? Oh, please. Crap, but... Like they, it's really hard. You want to just, you know, you try to hit them both at the same time with a weapon, ideally, but really, if you can get them when they come out of the elevator instantly and and bunch them up, that's your your best bet. But once they separate, man, it it can be very rough. I honestly didn't find a good way to beat these guys. It just helps if you have four karma jolts to use. I didn't go through four. I I definitely went through, I think, at least two. I I think I might have used one on the way up here, and the rest were, I like, I was almost dead when I beat these guys. I was like, oh, my God. But I did definitely feel like I I was vindicated for selling that, for dropping that book. I was like, well, (laughs) jeez. And, you know, once you defeat the twins, this is not done. They are not the final boss. No. It's time to take that elevator up. Well, they tell you, you can... uh... What you're looking for is on the roof. Yes. But that might not be true because there's actually a door you can go in where Cindy is, your girlfriend, on that floor. Wait, what? It, I didn't know this all my life until this last time. <laughs> you can go in there and she'll just talk to you. And she's like, you know, you're like, hey, I'm here. And, and it's kind of weird, too, because you say like, hi. And she's like, oh, I don't have time. I'm going to be late. And then your guy's like, oh, late? Well, there's the door. And she just is like, okay, thanks. Bye. And I was like, what like that is weird did you just dump her like where you you know she's complaining about being late for shopping and your guy's like well there's the door but then right. she's like chow bye like it's no big deal i don't know and i was like huh what just happened like i never knew that I, that was new to me so that's new to me too it's not indicated in any way that you can go in that one door of the four in the background so i don't know who came up with that the first time but well, instead i took the elevator right and apparently what i was looking for was a man named Slick. Yes. An old friend of mine. Another bonus to doing that, too, is if you go in that room and come out where she is, you have to fight the twins again. So, not good. <laughs> <laughs> not worth it, man. I would find her myself and teach her some things. All right. Well, you know, Slick is on the top waiting for you. He's wearing a red shirt, so I guess he's also a zombie. Yeah, yeah. But and then he's got a, a metal uh, pipe in his hand. And reveals his true name to be Simon. 
Did you see that? I did. Which, I mean... Is that supposed to mean something to me? I don't know. I feel like I was hoping it did to you. No, it did not. I saw in one thing I read where they're like, it's a reference to the original Double Dragon. And I was like, really? I I know he he mentions that like he was your friend. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, Whatever, indeed. Time to go. I he he's got a long, long monologue, which means run in there and beat the living yeah, crap out of him. I had no problem. I don't even think I got like I was really surprised. The he first got time back he... up once because I got the spacing weird when he got close to the wall. Oh, okay. But then it's that thing where you just back up a little bit and then you give him enough room to get knocked back into the wall a bunch more. Yeah, I I was almost dead when I got here. Like I said, I used all my karma jolts on the twins. Man, I I was really nervous, but the first time at least I was able to beat him without getting hit. Like it was really easy. I believe it. Uh, Mr. Slick is a pushover. I do want to say that I think it's hilarious after you beat him up. He says, Simon says, give me a break. That is wonderful. (laughs) But well, he has like a whole like long soliloquy. Yeah, or he's like, you were always better, and I hate you for it, and blah, blah, blah. It was like, where did this come from? There's none of this in the rest of the game. Like, it wasn't like, boy, at the beginning, you're like, wonder what happened to Simon. I haven't seen him in a while. Exactly. And then in the end, he's like, I'll see you again. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, all right, dude, get over yourself. Like, I I was here to fight the twins, not not even you. (laughs) Like, Like, who is this guy? You started it. Yeah, well, you know what? And you finished it. After his little soliloquy, which... That's a hard word to spell. I have no clue. Uh, you get credits. And, you know, they're kind of, they're all right. It's code names. You get some funny, I mean, your ending is small, a little bit of text. There's almost no graphics, but I no, do think it's funny. That, you get some logos. Yeah, yeah. I think it's funny that they're like, the gangs all went back to school and became honor students. Yeah. And Cindy finished her shopping. It's like, man, she'll let Slick keep her. And then the end, and uh, you have to reset the game yourself. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you got a password there sometime oh, later, yeah. later on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. If you didn't. Ouch. All right, Nick, here we are in the final portion of our show. It is time for the review. And of course, we always review using the classic Nintendo Power System with four categories, each category having a score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. I gave this a 4.0. As did I. Nice. I say I'd go higher, but the graphics are pretty simple. Yeah, they're, they're plain. They're, but, I mean, they're very good for what they are. Yeah, here, simple is good. So good. And... There are just so many nice little touches to the sprites and their animations that they transcend their simplicity for me. Oh yeah, and of course, once again, the music is stellar. Uh, a lot of that goes to the, the music really, you know, punching above its weight for an old 8-bit system. And that's the thing, there are not that many tracks in this game, which is kind of surprising because at no point was I ever like, oh, I'm sick of this song. Well, to their credit, um, from looking, most of the tracks were like two or three minutes as opposed to just like, you know, some games you'll just have a one-minute loop or one yeah. and a half, but they, they went the full distance, man. Well, and it shows. Next up is Play Control, and I gave this game a 3.5. I actually gave it a 4. Really? But I just feel like for two buttons, man, you, you know, have a lot of options. Like, you can do a lot of things, and yeah, I don't know how to use Fatal Steps right, but I mean, I was able to do a lot of other things accurately. Well, I said it is spot on in many ways, and it is super responsive, but for me, it was just really hard to find that jump angle, and uh, the consistently running into things. The mm. fact that I was running into things so often it was very frustrating i can see that i didn't i didn't run up against that as much but um and, and i just kind of avoided the jumping so 
Now for the challenge factor, I gave this game a 2.5. I did as well. Um, you know, at first I thought I was going to give it a higher score until I thought about it. And then I realized it does not really deserve one because it's so lenient on your lack of lives. Yeah. The fact that you can password. And um, if you need to, you can grind for anything. Yeah, and and with you add the in the uh, elevated terrain kind of cheat, you, I mean, that's an easy way past a lot of uh, tough spots. So, I mean, I'll give them credit. They made the AI very bloodthirsty in this game, and it, and it comes out, especially with the bosses. Like, they'll well, and that, ravage you, but... The high school, that last part, is pretty rough. But if you plan well, it's it's totally doable. It's all solvable with the money. And finally, Nick, we have theme and fun. All right, I'm giving it a 5.0. As did I. Oh, yeah. You're on the mean streets. You're you're kicking your way through River City. Yeah. To me, this epitomizes like the perfect late 70s, early 80s movie idea. This is like you're the Warriors. Yeah. You know, I feel like, like you said in the 50s, I feel like uh, I'm hanging out with the kids in Stand By Me and we're on an adventure. Yeah, you're just like going through this. Yeah. It definitely gives you that feeling. The theming is there. You are in the city, in the different parts of the city, going through the park, going through the back alleys. And the gangs feel like fully formed other characters. Like when you encounter, oh, the mob, oh crap, it's the mob. I, I'm, I'm running. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get a, you get a, a, a emotional feeling from it, a visceral one. Yeah, they have reputations. So, I mean, it all comes together to just form this like perfect feeling for me that is just, you know, I'm sure there's a level of nostalgia in there, but all in all, it just feels so right. And the fact that my uh, son wants to finish this game yeah, yeah. proves that it's got the legs i mean it's not just a brawling game since you have all these like abilities to interface with the environments jumping on stuff picking it up throwing it kicking it you know these it adds this extra element that's not in many other um, games of the genre well it almost seems like a afterthought at this point but i do have to ask nick should you play this game yes you should yes 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 that's what i said this is the game that Double Dragon and so many other brawlers wished they were, and I wished they were too. <laughs> this this is the game that should take its place. I, I hear about Double Dragon all the time. Well, I mean, I feel like this is a higher level of, you know. This like, is what that game aspired to be. This is all of the things that are frustrating about most brawlers taken up a notch and, and those problems solved. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I can only wish there were more. So take it from us. Play this game as soon, as soon as humanly possible. Next week's game will be Mike Tyson's Punch-Out for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of that game any way you can, folks. Grab your controllers and play along. And if there's anything that we forgot or missed, or if you guys know how the defense and or strength stats work in River City Ransom, email us. Let us know. Share the love and the knowledge. And that email address is uh, cartridgecommand at gmail.com. It surely is. Now you can also um, throw us a line on Twitter at cartcommand. But like most people, you probably use the... Uh, Facebook and on it we are Cartridge Command. You can throw us a line there, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes uh, or st- else Stitcher, whatever you listen to your podcasts on. Share this show with a friend. We have been getting a lot more hits lately, and we'd love to see more. We get people listening from all over the world, and we love it. So we'd love to have more people in Bood, in Australia, in South Africa. You name it, we've got some people listening there. 
But we always thank our listeners that contribute on patreon.com slash cartridge command. You guys are what make this show happen. Uh, you know, we appreciate it and thank you from the bottom of our heart. And as always, cartridge commandos, game on! And this week's game is River City Ransom for the end. <laughs> for the heart attack.